Um, I thought it might be wise just to send it over to a couple of people that I knew uh, overseas, one in NBA and one in in soccer uh, in the Premier League, just to get their take on it and to make sure we weren't missing anything. So it's it's always nice to get some cross-referencing. And Thanks for jumping on, Burjo. No worries, Benny. I think everyone at the start of the year was excited to have you on board, but I guess no one knew exactly how important a performance manager would be in 2020. We're coming off a four-day break to play Port Adelaide. How big a challenge is that? It's a big challenge for two reasons. One, um, yeah, it's unusual in footy for that to happen, and, and uh, uh, we had a pretty tough game against Brisbane. And secondly, Port Adelaide are a really fit, strong team. You know, they're... they're um, they're running really well, so uh, yeah. So it's a big challenge on on both accounts, really. The quality of the opposition, the fitness of the opposition, and the unusualness of only having four days. So yeah, it's an exciting challenge. Though. It's the things that you, as a performance manager, you actually enjoy. We've got five games scheduled for 21 days. It is unheard of in AFL footy. Do you think the boys are prepared for that? I do. Yeah, we did uh, a lot of work in pre-season and even the COVID sort of pre-season, we'll call it. Um, so I think they're as prepared as as anybody and and uh we'll find out i'll let you know in 21 days on how prepared we were yeah you have a background in soccer i guess in soccer you do play off shorter breaks is that a positive that you've got that experience yeah i think um from what i can tell around you know the the media and um, people were making a really huge deal of it whereas this is quite normal in a lot of other sports not just soccer but nba and baseball and things like that and the, the shorter quarters now mean that the games are almost identical to soccer in terms of the physical output. Um, so, yeah, hopefully it's it's stuff that um, we've seen before and I've been able to to uh, calm the players down that this is quite normal and, and this is, un, you know, not um, unique in any way and, and hopefully offer them some insight as to how we can go about handling it. I heard you've been chatting to a few people overseas. Have you been getting some advice on how to get the boys through this? Yeah, when uh, myself and Phil Merriman and, and Dave Watts and Dave Regan sort of put the program together for, for the team, um, I thought it might be wise just to send it over to a couple of people that I knew uh, overseas, one in NBA and one in, in soccer uh, in the Premier League, just to get their take on it and to make sure we weren't missing anything. So it's, it's always nice to get some cross-referencing and... And yeah, it, it, we we blinded our program, so um, there wasn't the actual loads in there. Just the days that we were training, and they came back, and and uh, particularly the Premier League guy um, uh, was almost identical to what we had. So that gave us some some confidence that uh, that we we we've, we've got the right program. Usually, a week would be maybe a lighter session early in the week, a big main session midweek, and then a light run the day before the game. Is that going to have to be stripped right back in, yeah. in the next three weeks? Yeah, it's uh, much to the frustration of the coaches. Um, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm very much the fun police uh, this week. So, uh, yeah, we'll just have a, a light craft session today, and then uh, tomorrow, you know, with one day into the game, will be just a really light um, captain's run or demon day. and that's it. Um, the coaches have got to do most of their sort of education through video and walkthroughs rather than, than actual training sessions. So I think some of the concerns around the five games in three weeks has been too many kilometres in the legs, too much work. Stripping the training back, does that mean you're not as concerned by that? Yeah, I, I think um, it, there's still some concerns, obviously, and, and we're only at the front end of it. So there might be, um, you know, whatever I say here might come back to bite <laughs> me. But we have done more 
work than what we think will happen in the next three weeks. So um, the boys, in particularly in that COVID pre-season, they worked really hard those first three weeks of the four that we came back in in order to prepare for this. Um, so uh, training will be stripped right back. We're hoping to still get maximum output in the games and, and um, we'll see. <laughs> you know, we'll see. We did see in the pre-season with the To Hallenbach documentary series a lot of kilometres in the legs. Does that give the boys confidence that they actually can do this? Yeah, that, that's probably the biggest thing is it does provide them with confidence that they've seen this before. December and January were both heavier than what's coming up. Yeah. Uh, the, the COVID pre-season was heavier than what's coming up. So they have seen it before and it should give them confidence that obviously game's different to training, but in terms of kilometres in legs, uh, they've got this no problem. And we haven't had too many injuries just yet. Maybe the odd fractured cheekbone or things that are out of your control. Do you feel like that's a preparation thing? Is it a bit of luck? Um, what do yeah, you put that down to? look, you'd like to think it's good management, but it is good luck as well. Yeah. Um, and it's a testament to the work that the, you know, the physios, doctors, performance team have done. Uh, so far, so good on that front, but things can turn around pretty quickly. So we'll just hold our breath and, and hope that we get a good run of it. Obviously, we're in a hub at the moment. We're doing different things like travelling two hours to Metricon Stadium the day before the game, walking a long way to the team room. Do little things like that um, concern you at all as a performance manager? I think if you make a big deal of it, they become a big deal. Um, so uh, they don't really concern me. We're, we're conscious of it, um, but I think, I think they're fine. You know, things like that. That's, uh, it's quite a pleasant walk around the, <laughs> uh, around the hub here. So, yeah, no problem. Goody said last week we don't intend on resting any players during the next five games. Uh, is that coming from your advice? Yeah, absolutely. I, I think we can get through it. Um, I think um, you know, at the end of these five games there might be a different story, but from what we know of the draw, which is only up until a Collingwood game, I, I think our guys should be able to handle it pretty well. There might be specific cases as games come up, but I think we'll be able to handle it okay. Do you look at players differently, like maybe a young Jacko or Cozzy and... Um, people that have had different backgrounds? Sure, yeah, that, that's a really good point and we know that uh, some guys will be able to handle it better and then we can adjust their training schedule but but my job and our job as a performance team is to give Goody his best team available each week so that um, you know it gives us the best chance of winning. In terms of the actual matches so far even on the on the weekend against Brisbane it looks like we're running out the games pretty well three goal to none last quarter is that a reflection of the fitness in the group? Ah, uh, look those last quarters look Good to media and things like that, but if you sort of get outworked for three quarters and then outwork another team in the last quarter, you know you only win one of those quarters. Mm -hmm. So it, it's good. It's it's really promising, and we have certainly on the weekend the boys ran out the game game really really well. So hopefully that continues. Um, but generally the the metrics that we look at are the overall game rather than just specifically the the last quarter. But yeah, it's good signs for sure. And how much of that fitness is, I guess, above the shoulders? Is it the belief that they can actually run out the game? I think if they look around and they see that um, there's some individual acts happening in that last quarter, you know, um, Jay Lockhart running through the middle or, um, you know, Vin carrying three people on his back to get out of a stoppage, I think that does motivate people and thinks uh, adds to the belief. So, yeah, it's, it's as much above the shoulders as it is, um, you know, the miles in the legs that they've done. We know this 2020 season is pretty crazy. Do you think it is going to be a battle of the fittest at some point just to, to get in the eight to, to win yep. finals and late in the season eventually For win the sure. premiership? I think um, if you can 
even if you just scrape into the finals, you've got just as much chance as long as you've got a fit list and um, belief within your playing group. So I think this year, seemingly more than any other, um, it will be a, a, a real fitness test um, above and below the shoulders for sure. And are you confident that this group's got it in them? Yeah, absolutely. I've got full belief in the playing group. They've, they've been incredible. Their uh, versatility, their ability to take on any of the challenges, whether it's, you know, we've been shifted around as much as any other team in terms of different hubs and different scenarios and the Essendon game being cancelled. We're not going to get a buy like every other team will get. Um, and they've just embraced that and said, bring it on. So, yeah, I'm confident. Very good. Looking forward to seeing it playing out. Thanks for joining us on the Talking Points, Bertrand. No worries, Ben. Cheers, mate.